Welcome to Material, a show about the Google and Android universe, hosted on the Relay FM network. This episode of Material is brought to you by Kirby and Squarespace. I'm one of your hosts, Yasmin Evian, and joining me, my co-hosts, Andy Anako and Russell Ivanovich. And I want to say that I missed you guys. We took a week off and I was uh, having material withdrawals. I was like, where are my friends? I need them. So um, in the, my moment of weakness, I bought a selfie stick. Here, here it is. Okay. Here it is. Whoa, things have gone downhill in 2016 rapidly, (laughs) Esme. You know, I saw it. I was at I was at Target. I was checking out, and there was like, you know, they they have their end cap where they're like have all their items that are just gifts that you can grab. And for five dollars, I was like, selfie stick. I want one of these. So uh, the fun part about having the selfie stick, I like got it, and I was like spinning around in circles, taking all these uh, pictures. And Google Photos automatically created this like animated GIF of me uh, in my picture in my picture spinning around. So it was fun. Uh, it was a fun five dollars. And all you nerds out there that are like, no, no selfie stick. I know you secretly want one, and it's okay. <laughs> Yasmin gives you permission to get a selfie stick. So we've we've learned two things about Yasmin here. One is she's a sucker for the the bargain bin. So I think that's what we call them here. As as you head towards <laughs> the checkout. More importantly, though, Yasmin, this is a huge thing that I did not know about you. You pronounce GIF with a hard G. Uh, yeah, you know what? The creator of GIF said it. That's what it's pronounced, and that's what it is. And, you know, I used to get a lot of crap for it because before it was even declared that it was spelled like that, people would make fun of me. And I was like, I'm right. And they're like, no, you're not, Yasmin. That's, like, not language. That's not how language works. And I go, no, I'm right. And then when he declared it, I said, see, I was right all along. The creator of GIF is just as wrong as me. Well, the, the <laughs> test isn't how you pronounce G-I-F. The test is how you react to somebody else pronouncing it differently from you. So this it's it's sort it's it's sort it's sort of like oh, it's it's sort of like how, sort of how sometimes I if I know someone is like a big fan of Downton Abbey, I will if I'm in a bad mood or if the devil on my shoulder is influencing me more than the angel on the other shoulder, I will say, "Oh wow, I, I, I've I've only seen like three episodes of Downtown Abbey, but I just love the the thing." But when they go to Downtown Abbey and like, oh, is, no. is Downtown Abbey on Tuesdays or Sundays? Because I keep meaning to, to program my VCR for Downtown Abbey, but my DVR can never find Downtown Abbey. I must have been, and I just want to keep that up until they absolutely lose their stuff. It's it's like. <laughs> and and so but yeah i i don't it's it's like a everybody most people know that a, that a tomato is not a vegetable that a spider is not really an insect and there's a difference between knowing that and being able to simply listen to someone say oh god i mean my that my bug zapper is just like full of insect there's like flies and moths and spiders if you can simply nod and say oh well what model it is it it sounds like a very successful bug zapper then you you pass the test I will. Say, I won't. I won't judge you for the for the for the selfie stick. I will say that that model of phone grabber that's on the other that's on the end of it. Uh, I used to have one of those because I have to have like an adjustable kind because I test so many like phone cameras and sometimes I put them on tripods. The problem is that like it it weakens after like after a while, and so what it turns into is sort of like a catapult for your phone. Because if you, you listeners can't see it, but it's like a, it's like a spring-loaded clamp that that uh, grips it uh, grips it off of a spring, uh, and at some point it will weaken a little bit, and now it'll be like grabbing your phone at a little bit of an edge, and so it's sort of like squeezing like an olive between your two fingers, and your phone will go zoom. And so that's that's why like you should replace it with something like this. I spent actually it's it's like a, this metal metal clamp that yeah. <laughs> It's like the sort of thing where if you put your fingers in it and adjust the tension, you could make someone talk and tell you whatever you want. But the important thing is that, no, your your $700 phone is not going to be tumbling down the Grand Canyon because you wanted to take a wacky photo of yourself. 2016 material, well, I, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, have I'm selfie so stick enhancement tips and uh, pronunciation uh, Etiquette. Uh, Jeffs, yeah, we are. We're just. We're gonna get all the nerds out, uh, mad at us. It's. It's okay. You know. That's. That's what we're here for. And uh, so I. I'm glad that now I know what to spend my Relay uh, FM membership money, Andy, because well, I want that go, actually, let's, to protect let's go. my phone. I, I, but, I think um, you should actually use it as a as a catapult. That sounds amazing. <laughs> get some some old phones you don't need anymore. You, you can also use it as like an atlath. Like if you were like let, let, let's say that the, the new you really want the new like Nexus uh, Nexus six P, but like your old Samsung is still working fine. You could get a really good haul on that. Like as just uh, just put on the end, get a nice like extended swing on it. 
Although we we're, we're we're talking about though because we just got like our we we got our PayPal deposits for uh thank thank you for the people who've been signing up for the membership plans keep keep them coming because again we we like money we have uses for money uh would you would you would, would you like <laughs> I, I think it will make a more tangible connection to our listeners if we share some of the odd things we buy with it because it's not as though you know we 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 all have like mainline jobs with business cards in some fashion and so it's nice to have like the the podcasting money that doesn't really appear on the accounting books yet so they're sort of subject to odd purchases. Did you just confess something uh, to the IRS? No, no, it's it's all it's all reported. As a matter of fact, I, 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 I now I now know that Slack's uh, communications channels are secured because uh, our podcaster in chief uh, needed my tax information so he could file the proper forms. And like, oh, oh, it's it's oh my social security number. It's oh wait, maybe I should not do that. <laughs> So I will, I will thank I will thank the listeners. I'll start off because I probably I probably think I have the winner for the weirdest one. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I th- okay. Well, well, let's see what you have, Andy, and then I might okay. one up you. I did. I, I did buy. Uh, well, actually, I did buy the the jacket. Your that uh, that Russell and Yasmin could see right. It's like a vintage like it's LL Bean, nice. like absolutely like wool 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 like red mane hunting jacket hunting shirt from llb the bean that was made like uh, 10 years ago and it arrived on the day like the first day of real winter in new england when the temperatures finally got below 40 and they were like in deep into the 20s and it was 10 today so i've been wearing here wearing it here in the cool uh, in the cold uh, studio all day but i want but the embarrassed that, that so that i genuinely thank you for while i was looking for other things on ebay however I found a company that is a Polish manufacturer of hats, and uh, <laughs> I, and I mean that they don't make like Polish hats. I mean like they're a Polish company, and they say and in their in their shipping stuff. So the things might be delayed because we actually like make these in batches, and we might not like. And so I I uh, I, I bought a I don't I don't want to call it a beret because it's more Polish than a French beret. But it's wool and it's black and it's like something that uh, I, I intend to wear when I go out to do photography because my normal like hat interferes with like it bumps into the camera. And I feel as though by wearing this hat, I will look more arty and thus more capable than I actually <laughs> and am. And your photos will be I don't, better. That, that's a proven thing. I'm hoping I'll, at least people will start laughing a little bit more. I go, like I said to Yasmin, uh, like I said, the guys in, uh, in, in Slack the other day. Uh, I definitely wouldn't have bought this $35 hat if it weren't for the fact that podcasting money had just come in that morning. I'm not convinced I will wear it outside yet. We'll see how, it, again, they, <laughs> they might have to actually manufacture this because I do have a big melon. Uh, but I, it's, a, it's, it's good to be brave with money that you don't feel as though you earned because you basically have earned it by spending an hour every week having fun talking to friends. So. <laughs> It's a, it's a good gig we have here. Uh, no, mine was a bit more uh, resourceful. I got my daughter the ViewMaster virtual reality that it's powered by Google Cardboard. Um, and I was actually, I knew that the member mon- membership money was coming. And so we, we got that for her for Christmas. Uh, some things that I will know if anyone from that team is listening is that please do like a maybe like even 20 minute if you don't sense any motion turn off automatically because what happens so so the way the the viewmaster works is it's like a it works exactly like Google cardboard it's an actual like hard device that you actually have to put your phone in and so we're using the Moto X um, on there or my old phone to power that and it's really great because my daughter can go in there and play with it but one of the things is when she gets kind of bored with it or wants to move on to something else she just kind of takes it off and leaves it on the counter and the game doesn't automatically switch off. Like there's not like, hey, 20 minutes of inactivity, we should probably turn you off. I think you can even lower that to like 10 minutes. That would be excessive. Uh, so the battery does run out on the Moto X because she just leaves it on the on the table somewhere. Um, so yes, Viewmaster team or people who are creating virtual reality apps, especially for kids, add some form of like auto shut off feature because <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to go through, burn through your phone. But one cool thing is that the Moto X did get the new Android, uh, update. So Doze works really well on it. And so, uh, when I did turn off the, the app, and I like checked, I left it out for a couple days and I went to go check and the percentage of battery had not moved. 
it was still like at 44 percent or whatever it was and i was like that is awesome Yay, Charles! <laughs> <laughs> but one thing i did notice is um i did leave the phone out outside of the vr and i just had it it's on like our kitchen so every time you kind of walk over the moto x you know the the moto display kind of pops up so you can see the time and that has killed more of the battery because I think it's always sensing. So I guess if you have a Moto X, place it, you know, upside down so the face's face is on the table so then the, the active display doesn't pop up. Oh, you can turn it off in the settings as well. That's one of the, the oh, Motorola yeah, settings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too hard. <laughs> Need it for other stuff. So uh, mine is the sweetest gift that anybody could have ever bought me. And I thank you listeners for this. And you have to bear with me. There's a tiny bit of a... A story that goes with it. So when we started this podcast, I may have bought a Retina uh, iMac 5K, very expensive, <laughs> and I may have justified it to my wait, significant other. Wait, 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 other. wait a minute. Like, what what kind of podcasting money are you getting here? Are you holding out on us, Russell? Because I can't afford a 5 Look, we iMac agreed to or... the 95.5 deal, and uh, you guys were happy at the time. No, so I, I, I bought this using not uh, Relay FM money. And I justified it at the time, but I'm like, look, this this thing will eventually pay for itself. You know, you've got to edit the podcast. You've got to record the podcast. Yeah, really, I just wanted a shiny <laughs> new Mac. But now that the, the cash money has finally started to roll in, the sweetest gift that you could ever have in your entire life isn't, and I told you so. See, I told you this would work out. It's all fine. So thank you, listeners. Speaking <laughs> of follow-up, I do have one other embarrassing confession, Yasmeen, and this one particularly relates to you and it literally Uh happened this morning (laughs) i i was driving in my car and because because we've just been on holidays and whatever else i don't have the the car mount in my car that i normally stick my my phone in and it's illegal here in australia to so much as even touch your phone while you're while you're driving so i i needed directions because i had to drop the kids off somewhere new today and i may have put them onto my watch and i may have I didn't know you could do this. You swipe right and you say go full screen. I may have put it into full screen and navigated exclusively just using my watch. So my 2016 yeah. confession is Yasmin was right about Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. The Maps on Android Wear it is making a comeback. I'm glad you acknowledged that. I do have one update on the Google On Hub. So a lot of you listeners are like, talk about the Google On Hub. And I've mentioned before that it works great for me, but I wasn't really having any issues with my old router. So I can't really compare the two. Well, I talked my brother-in-law into buying an On Hub. I did it just for you listeners. I was like, you really should get an On Hub. It's an investment in the future. Like, think about all the possibilities. It has Weave and, uh, you know, Brillo inside of it and yada, yada, yada. And so he finally, he caved in and he bought it. And the issue that he was having is that his router couldn't reach his daughter's room. It was like the furthest room from the house. And he was having issues watching uh, Nick Jr. on the iPad. So they bought a Google on Hub and they are getting awesome reception um, in their daughter's room. And there's, I think they have like block or brick walls. So it's going through all of that. So there is my update for you uh, listeners who are asking about the OnHub. My brother-in-law got it and he was having issues before and now it works great. So that was that was fun. Um, and they even, it's, I'm, I'm bummed out, but they even have it like hidden in a cupboard. And I was like, what are you, why are you hiding it? It's so beautiful. You need to have it out in the open. That's the whole purpose of the OnHub. And they're like, oh, that's, you know, where our modem is. So anyways, there's the update for you guys. And, um, you know, my brother-in-law is a listener. So hi, Adrian, just saying hi to you. But he's like five episodes behind. So he won't read this for, (laughs) it'll be like another month before he gets this message. So maybe I'll just wish him a happy birthday now. By that time, it'll be his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so sometimes we got we got to prove we got skin in the game by we've, the, the review that we write. Like after like a week, we've had it. We're like, oh my god, it's so pretty, and the lights are wonderful, and like, and then co- come back in a month when you find out like exact when when when, when Carol Ann actually gets the ghost to come out of the television set, uh, and you actually if you still like it after a month. So I'm glad to see that still. <laughs> yeah, I I'm excited to. Well, continue using it. I haven't had issues, but it's always nice to hear when other people, because, you know, you hear from other use cases and you're like, hey, you know, it is working for other people too, not just me. So we do like listening to the stories. So listeners, if you're out there and you have any stories for us to share, we love, enjoy listening to them. So speaking of listeners, there is one other bit of follow-up that we got. And uh, it's from, from someone called Michael and he lives in England. 
And I don't know if he was trolling us or not, but he, he wrote the word reading in here about 200 times. And the, re- the reason being, he, um, he lives near a, a town called Reading in the UK. I only know how to pronounce that because of uh, the Premier League. So the, the football or soccer, as, as you guys call it over there, um, that they play over there. There's, there's a team called Reading. So I knew already how to pronounce that. I was, I was ready to go. Uh-huh. So <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that for the longest time, that um, you know, Google was always pronouncing that reading, and I, I guess being English, that's that's an insult. You know, the, the Queen wouldn't want it that way. It's definitely not what the town's called. But apparently, um, he asked Google what the time was in Reading, and it got it correct. And he said, um, you know, that, that since then it's actually been got it, it gotting it correct. Since then it's been gotting it correct. It's been uh, <laughs> getting it correct. And you know, th- he said that's that's one of the cool things about Google's AI is that it's continuously um, evolving and that it's it's the little things like that that make a lot of difference in terms of context like I know I have this issue with you know Apple Maps and Google Maps and you just listen to the two pronounced street names and they get them completely differently and that's that's the thing I love about you know Google Google Now and Google's AI is that you see this the, the way it pronounces things and the context it can pick out of things evolve over time but you, you imagine as a programmer I sit down and think about this you're, you're sitting there at your terminal and you're like hmm how do I tell whether they're talking about reading a book, whether they're talking about reading the town, whether, you know, the one word that's spelled exactly the same in English means, you know, can mean in different contexts, you know, 200 different things. That, that must be a really hard problem to, to sit down and solve. Well, here in New England, as, as the name connotates, like we, 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 we smoke out the, the, the fakers by like asking, you know, oh, so are you, where, where are you going to? And we point to a place on a map. So, oh, yeah, I've, I've been – I have an aunt who lives in Leo Minster. Like, oh, really? How, how do you get there? I suppose you uh, take the Mass Pike going west and stop at that big city. Oh, yep, uh, we can't, st- we can't go, stop and go through Worcester without – it's like, okay, it's Worcester, Lemonster, <laughs> Reading, Massachusetts. And now I'm going to tell you what you do when you get to a rotary. <laughs> Don't tell me you, you're just one of those BU students who likes to fake that you're part of the Alston scene. Yeah, man. i got to say the, the English it. Empire spread far and wide. Uh, one of our major states here is called New South Wales. And as the name implies, it's the New South Wales for some reason. <laughs> well, we do have a state called New Mexico. Is it the New Mexico? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to make the wise crack that... You know, it's 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 we're we're there's another England. We are the new one. It must be must be doubly one where there is a Wales, and then there's a South Wales, and we're the new version of that. Yeah. So they are like two levels of iteration away from the original Wales, which might be okay if Wales is a bad place to be, in which you can say we're not just the new one. We're we're not, we're based on the good part, only the good part of Wales. I've never been to Wales, so I have no idea. <laughs> I hear that South Wales is really nice. So New South Wales must be absolutely amazing. They finally fixed the Wi-Fi problem down there. (laughs) No, they haven't. Trust me, they have not. (laughs) This week's episode of Material is brought to you by Kirby, a parental control service that allows parents to manage smartphones and tablets. On a good day, the internet can be scary for most people and can be terrifying for parents. Letting kids enjoy the good parts of the internet while protecting them from the evil parts isn't easy. Not only can kids get into trouble over your local Wi-Fi network, they can also get into trouble through a cellular connection or a friend's house. Kirby solves this problem by giving you amazing parental controls for the devices in your family. You can easily block specific types of content or add a specific site list. Kirby tracks and can block websites through the apps that have a web browser. Perhaps even more importantly, blocks that you put in place with Kirby will work no matter how they access the internet, even if they're using Wi-Fi at a friend's house or the other side of town. Now on Android, Kirby can help parents manage screen time. Parents can block specific apps, put the entire device on timeout, give reports how their children are spending their time, and create custom schedules to block specific types of content at certain times. For just $6.99 a month, Kirby can protect all the Android and iOS devices in your home or wherever they may be. To help find out more and how to keep your family safe, get a 14-day trial and go to kirby.com forward slash material. Thanks, Kirby, for sponsoring this episode of Material. Well, you're, you're hearing, uh, uh, beloved listeners, you're, you're hearing Yasmin and I uh, not only from our own home studios with the really classy microphones instead of the phone uh, microphones. Also, we seem to be both healthy 
and we seem to be cheerful, like almost uh, like we're well rested, like we still have a highly positive outlook, not only on the world, but on all the people in the world. And there can only be one explanation for that this particular week. Neither of us has chosen to be at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas this week. I think that speaks well of of your hosts. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, I am kind of bummed. There was a lot of uh, my friends that are out there and I kind of want to see all the new tech. But you know what? You made a really good point, Andy, is that we both have our health because CES can really take a toll on you. I've seen so many uh, journalists kind of go out and be like, I'm so happy I'm not going to CES this year because I'm going to be <laughs> I would be so tired. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fun, cool, CES is a fun, cool place. Um, it's called the Consumer Electronics Show, and it's usually op- only open for trade or, you know, the media. So it's kind of a cool place to find out what's new and coming up in tech. Uh, last year, I went last year and got to see kind of Android Auto, and uh, it was really fun to kind of look at all the different stuff and play with it and a lot of the smart home um, things. I even got to play with the Sony Android Wear Watch, which was uh which was fun. Uh, but at CES this year, the Huawei has introduced a new elegant and jewel version of their Android Wear watch, which uh, seems pretty neat. This was uh, this is supposed to attract women because it has uh, like these uh, diamonds kind of around it and uh, rose gold, and it has a smaller 18 millimeter band. Um, I was... I was kind of let down because I was really excited. They were like, oh, we're going to introduce like a woman's watch for a Huawei. And I was uh, excited because I was like, oh, is it going to be like a smaller watch face? Is it and what is it going to look like? Um, and no, they, they just kind of they updated their original Huawei watch and just kind of bedazzled it, which is not really my type of fashion. But, you know, there's other people that really like that. So that's cool. But they did add one thing is that the technical difference between the new uh watches are that it has a speaker in the body so look forward to maybe new android wear speaker uh updates because that that's kind of showing that there might be an option to do that in the future yeah i gotta say um uh, i'm not a huge fan of the huawei watch like i mean i know it's round and it's got an amoled screen and it's you know it's what a lot of people are are after I, i just think it's a bit big and not not super elegant but if you're into that that's fine but i will say huawei the company definitely seems to be on the up and up you know there was another article in the wall street journal about you know how they had a record number of you know smartphone sales and uh, profits this year and they definitely out of all the agile manufacturers that you're looking at they're the ones that seem to be on a you know really fast upward curve you know as they expand into europe and the us and, and other places like that I do like the fact that the so the the difference between like the Huawei and the Moto 360 they're both you know beautiful round watches is that the Huawei has the AMOLED display which everyone knows how much I love AMOLED displays <laughs> but it has a full circle uh, so it doesn't have the black tire of the Moto 360, which I know you Moto 360 fans are like, it's not like it. I just don't even look at it anymore. It's like not there. It's like when you really love someone, and you know there everyone has imperfections, but you just kind of see over that. So. Um, I, I still think, cause I, I went to Best Buy over the weekend and I looked at the Huawei watch and the Moto 360 and I still think the Moto 360 does look nicer, but the AMOLED and full circle of the Huawei watch is pretty cool. There's nothing right now that will make me buy a new Android Wear watch. Like I've mentioned before, I want NFC tap and pay. So once that gets added, that's probably going to be my next Android Wear purchase. Yeah. I'm looking for, I, I don't have the Huawei watch yet. Um, I've actually, believe it or not, I've never actually talked to the, to their, uh, to their watch people, uh, until I realized that, oh, that's right. The new one is really cool and I should probably check it out. Uh, but it's, uh, I, I was talking to, uh, uh, on Mac break to folks to, about this today that, uh, it's just great how the Android wear side of things they're, they're making things that are more conventionally recognizable as wristwatches and not so much as really stylish gadgets as stylish as the Apple watch is. It really reads on your wrist, like you're wearing a gadget watch. Uh, and just the simple fact that you can get this round device uh, in stainless steel to boot, uh, and now that the, is is a big plus. The fact that uh, now you can get them in f- typically in forty two millimeter sizes is also a really really big deal. Uh, I, it's it's nice to have the slice gone from the screen, and I hope that Motorola can eliminate it. But yeah, it's it's not an embarrassment. You get to, you 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 focus past that pretty quickly. Um, I think it is it is disappointing though. Uh, it used to be that any time that like if if uh, Nikon or Canon wanted to make 
a version of their 35 millimeter pocket camera targeted to women, they would just spray paint it pink. If like Stanley wanted to make a toolbox intended for women, they would spray paint it pink. And now we've got sort of the same sort of whitewashing going on. If you want to make a ladies' version of a piece of technology, you just spray it with fake, <laughs> fake jewels and, and Swarovski crystals, and that's like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> like it's like it looks like a piece of like mall kiosk jewelry that gets advertised like the month before before uh, the, before Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's not not my style. I, like I said, I, I would I would like to. I, I wonder if it's just if they're just dudes on that team that just figure out how to take. We have this case design. We have to find a way to make it more elegant or make it look more uh, more appealing to ladies. And I, I don't know if they have actual people who know something about ladies' style. It's 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 not. It, I'm designing a jacket for a woman. It's not about just moving the buttons to the other side of the lapel. Ah, uh, there goes my whole jacket design business. It's uh, gonna have to throw it out now. <laughs> yeah, I mean the smaller bands are definitely nicer, just because it you don't have this like giant band on you. Uh, but yeah, I would even the smallest uh, Moto three sixty. I would like to see it like a tad bit smaller. Yeah, that that would be my one. <laughs> I can't believe we're giving out tips to manufacturers, but if there's <laughs> one thing you need to focus on, Android Wear manufacturers for 2016, it's definitely miniaturization. The the smaller you can get those things, and I know some people like big watches. If you're a big watch person, I mean, I am personally. That's fine. But I know a lot of people. They look at my Android Wear watch and they're like, "Wow, that thing is ginormous," and I would never ever consider, you know, putting it on my wrist. And that's that's men and women. So I think the smaller they can make them, the better. You know, give people the choice. Here's here's the really small one. Here's the big one. Yeah, it's like it's it, like they had enough troubles just getting stuff out the door last year, uh, and now there's now there's room for sophistication. I think we've been seeing that in both hardware design and the usability of Android Wear. I mean, I've been back on Android Wear for the past month now, and oh boy, am I glad I'm back. I just love the way it works compared to pretty much everything else I've tried. But before, while we're talking about Huawei and uh, uh, spray painting things other colors, uh, we do have the gold version of the Nexus 6P. So if, again, you have some need to have things that are shiny, shiny gold, that your wish has been granted. Sorry that you didn't decide to use that wish on something like World Peace or even for that rattling noise in your engine to be solved. But again, your wish has been granted. Uh, but kind of, it may, maybe you wished on a monkey's paw because it's uh, <laughs> like, fine, all you asked for is a gold version of the 6P. You can have one, but it's only 64 gigabytes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't, so you can't get the 128 gig version of it for, for some reason. I, I, it must be, I don't know, maybe it's because of their, uh, they've been having trouble keeping all these models in stock. Maybe they're like, we want to keep, like we, we, we people are going to be buying the gold version version just to have the gold version they'll probably be happy with any model of it let's save the 128 gig for people who want something of sensible color i don't know yeah i mean the other thing is that who knows how accessible those those chips are and whether they had trouble getting the you know the ones required to make 128 and whether the ones to make 64 were you know more in supply and they're like hey you know we might as well just just make this one because we've already got all the other bits that go into it we can make a, a new case and boom out it goes i i gotta say i've almost bought um, gold phones and even gold laptops so many times I've come so close you know I've gone to the store I've played with them I'm like ooh, you know it doesn't doesn't look that bad it's not really gaudy it's kind of kind of nice and then when it's come time yeah. to pay the money I'm like I've always gone back to the safe option I'm like no run run back to the you know the black laptop and the, the white phone it is more of a champagne gold. I as as when the, when Apple came out with the first like gold tone phones, I I explained it by saying it's more of a uh, it's more of a Catherine Hepburn gold rather than a Kim Kardashian gold. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good though. Like I I wouldn't have any objections to having that on my phone. I bet it'll look pretty nice too when you get a case around it and your the gold is more uh, <laughs> like peeking through accents rather than being the dominant color. <laughs> it's, 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 it's nice for variety you keep you keep hearing that the reason why everybody has to come up with a gold version of it is that it's a it's a lucky color in china and uh, in china they have a lot of people who are buying their first really cool luxury phones and we want and they like money uh, the manufacturers of phones like money if there's a way you can get 650 bucks from uh for, from that person uh, and and maybe they'll buy yours instead of somebody else that's definitely how to go yeah, I, I think that's something we sometimes ignore, all the cultural differences. I know in the US, apparently, they had a Moto X that had the NFL um, ball 
leather or whatever you call it. I don't know if it even is leather or something else, yeah. but whatever it is, that material from the NFL ball, they had it on the back and they did a whole promotion around it. You know, why not? Whatever you can do to, to sell your phone. It's so that you can grab it and throw it at people. <laughs> with your selfie stick. <laughs> with, it. with your selfie stick. It goes 20 meters further, people. You heard it here first. Yasmin, we need you to um to record a, a slow-mo on your 6P of just catapulting your, your moto across the room. Maybe with... <laughs> Are they called linebackers? No, they're the people at the back. What, what's the guy that catches the ball called? The a running receiver? person? The receiver. No. Then you need, yeah, yeah, you need, you need someone else and you need I to just launch it to the receiver and they need to touch <laughs> your phone down on the other side. I want to see this. No, because the Moto X uh, is prone to breaking. So when you drop it, the screen just shatters. So I'm not going to do that. But if I did have one of those new Moto X that has that like shatterproof uh, thing, I'd think about doing that. Oh, Motorola's marketing department. Where are you? This is this is what you need to do. You need to get the NFL ball thing on the back. You need to get a selfie uh, stick into launch it hundred meters. Make it happen. Oh my gosh, that would be that would be a good ad. Just to really sell both of those features. Come on, Motorola. <laughs> the Motorola selfie yeah, stick so, could be like thirty five dollars. And you have a good partner in the NFL. I mean, they're, they they've already demonstrated that if they were to decide to allow people on the field to throw around glass and metal devices, that wouldn't be the worst danger they've put their players through. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, I don't think that'll be a high friction uh, negotiation point uh, in, the, in the talks. Uh, it's still, it's still early CES though. Hopefully, we'll see more announcements on more new phones. There's a uh, I didn't post paste in the show notes, but it looks like uh, that uh, uh, the long the the uh, the project for that Google's having about having phones and tablets that now have 3D sense all around them that can map the room. Uh, it looks like I believe HTC is, uh, there's there's a rumor that HTC is going to be, uh, and Google are going to have a joint announcement uh, about that uh, sometime this week. Um, there are a couple of uh, phone announcements that, uh, uh, other phone and watch announcements that are kind of floating in the ether that we'll know uh, about the reality of later on this week. So hopefully we'll see some more stuff. It's, I mean, one, one of the, one of the, Things that helps people like me decide to stay home for CES is that there's so much noise happening this week that everybody wants to like get people's attention before the actual event. So you'll get all kinds of emails and press releases beforehand about about something they're going. It will literally say, I've, "Here's a here is a press release notifying, giving you, telling you about what they're going to announce on Wednesday of during CES <laughs> week." Like. But if you're telling me to, in a formal announcement, you have already announced it, have you not? Uh, and so oh, those CES uh, this, emails, they will get you. Yeah, the thing that, yeah, that gets I me mean, is that it's another time zone as well. So I wake up in the morning and it's just like a flood of information. You're like, oh, which which one should I go through? In fact, right now I'm reading one that apparently Samsung has announced that the S2 will be working with iOS in the future. So that's their um, that's their smartwatch, the one that doesn't run Android Wear. I think it runs Tizen or something like that. It's still surprising to me. I guess it, I mean I guess it really shouldn't be surprising, but there's still a lot of the manufacturers that are creating their own software. So they haven't given up the fight. Like they're still like hey, you know, we we want to run our own software. We're not going to we're going to create maybe some Android Wear th- uh watches, but we're still going to create lo- our own like Fossil with their whole Q uh line, Q founder line. And so it's um I I don't know. I guess I'm always like, to me, Android Wear and Apple Watch, even though they haven't completely won, that's probably going to be the outcome. And so maybe people will disagree with me, those people that are running, you know, <laughs> using Pebble. And I'm sure there's people out there like, no, Yasmin, Pebble and Tizen are awesome. But it's just kind of like the the smartphone war. Yeah, I've I got to say, like, as, as a consumer, I agree. But sometimes I put myself in Samsung's shoes. And I think if if you want to expand as a company and if you want to be in charge of your own destiny and if you want to make, you know, all the cash monies and differentiate yourself, then there, there is an argument to be made for, you know, making your own operating system and your own style of watch as long as you can actually make it better than Android Wear. And I think so far, like a lot of people that have played with the, the S2 have said, this is a really nice watch. The software is really fluid, you know, much more um, fluid and responsive than Android Wear. But on the flip side, it's missing all the Android Wear apps because you've created a third platform, you know, that's arguably, you know, the third third most popular one and the other two are, like you said, Yasmin winning. Then, then it's a hard sell. You've got to say to developers like, hey, you know, here's a new thing. It's really shiny and we're sure lots of people will buy it as soon as, you know, you guys and girls make apps for it. Right. And even if the yeah. experience is so amazing, it's like not having those apps there 
can be yeah it can be like oh do i get this uh, android wear watch that has more apps or you know the tizen one that doesn't yeah i think a lot of it really is about fear of uh, feeling like you're handing over your entire industry to a company that a you have no control over and b might be making more money off of your platform than you are uh, which is certainly a, a valid concern given uh, google's ad network um, we've uh, for instance uh, it, it, it's Samsung is very well motivated to get people to think about their phones and their devices as Samsung devices and not Android devices because that ties your loyalty to that company. Uh, but we see it all over the place. Another piece of CES news this week was uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, Android Auto news. Uh, Ford, for instance, has uh, announced they're embracing both uh, Apple and uh, and Google uh, Auto technologies. Uh, but another interesting one is that Toyota has decided to to flip the bird to both of those companies and use a largely unknown and proprietary, excuse me, a, a, a continuing to evolve but incompatible with both platforms uh, technology actually developed by Ford. Uh, it's called Smart Device Link. Uh, it's an open source platform or like components of it are open source anyway. Uh, and what Ford and Toyota say about this platform is that it's a lot better than what uh, Google and Apple are offering because uh, this platform is developed by an automaker and it will allow apps to actually interact directly with uh, the, the the car like not just ha write an app that will con that will talk to the center console but also just get really up-to-date information from the car computer do things like tune performance directly things like you know uh, 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 even not not you could think that it could control the throttle hopefully that's not something that could be done from outside the car we've seen some problems <laughs> in that sort of re review hey 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 but it's it, control based on music playback that's that's what i want to say as the music gets faster yeah. so does your car but but it could but it could be cool to be able to get access to all the sensors like tire pressure uh, uh fuel richness things like that but that seems like the more I, uh, the the more I i've been talking to a couple of people about it this uh, earlier this week uh, and the best answer that I mean, these are people who actually write about the auto industry uh, as opposed to me, which I have to write about every, all kinds of tech. But my car is still uh, I've had uh, I haven't driven my car in about a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, but they, they're saying that they really they, they, they think that this is more of a play to make sure that nobody gets a foothold. If if, if no, the, the, the old adage, they can we're not going to let Apple and Google rip off our customers. Only we can rip off our customers. <laughs> Well, I'm com I'm confused about this though. So Ford um, is allowing Android Auto and CarPlay to be used with their is that their Ford Link system? Is that not the same system that Toyota is going to be using? I guess I'm confused on how that works because I know like my uh, Volkswagen, it has uh, I think I think it's called App Connect is like what they're using, but it launches Android Auto and also the iOS CarPlay. So I'm wondering if it's the same thing. So that means that you will be able to use Android Auto. I'm the whole thing is kind of confusing to me. Or Sync Three is what it's called. It's yeah. You know, if you if um if it's uh, it, it's more it's more like if you can think of the car running an operating system and uh, Android Auto and uh, Apple and Apple's car system Apple's CarPlay being apps that run there. That's not literally true, but it's the sort of thing where you can have both of these things running simultaneously. It's, it's about implementation of the APIs that the phone apps are are uh, are uh, are looking for. Uh, the announcement about Ford, these are separate announcements where uh, Ford basically said that we're going to basically try to make these things standard in pretty much now now that we've now that Ford has upgraded the uh, the electronic DNA that they put in all of their cars, one of their uh, reasons for trying to standardize across all product lines was so that you don't have to be pick and choose what features you add. So now they they have the the, the, the same chips they have in all their cars are capable of adding uh, Android Auto and uh, and CarPlay to everything. So they're just going to have to they're just going to do that. Toyota uh, seems to have said, and of course this information for me is only about a day or two old. Uh, has basically they they have they haven't necessarily stuck the middle finger against uh, these two companies, but they have said that we are more interested in developing, uh, making making third party developers create apps that work with this Ford proprietary system, uh, than something that is simply uh, that that is simply the uh, Android Auto or uh, Apple CarPlay. Although it's from what I know about these technologies, it would not be impossible for Toyota then to have a, a firmware up, update that would allow capability those capabilities in those cars. They just seem to. It really does seem to be 
for now a, a case where they want they don't want to be responsible for helping to popularize uh, uh, people taking their attention away from uh, technologies and in-car apps that Toyota has some sort of investment in and control of. Yeah, I mean, the other thing about the auto industry is that it moves in different sort of t- timescales to the like the mobile phone manufacturers and computer sort of makers. We're talking like years and years that it takes to like design a car and design the electronics that goes in a car and everything that goes into like a, a new 2017 model probably started in you know, 2013, 2014, 2015. So it, you almost see these two different industries like about to clash in the same way that it did in the mobile phone space. You know, you had Apple and then Google and then Samsung and all these other manufacturers just absolutely, you know, explode into the mobile phone market and transform it. And I do wonder if that's not going to happen to the auto industry, you know, sometime soon. Like Android Auto and Apple CarPlay definitely seem like, you know, tentative first steps into getting something inside your car. But I'd be surprised if either Apple or Google, you know, stop there and they're like, oh, you know, now we're happy. You can plug in your phone and run your entertainment. That's where we're going to stop. Like I can't see either of them stopping there. I'm, I'm sure they both have plans to go, you know, much, much deeper into cars. Mm. And the, and the other possibility is that uh, uh, if Google has, if Google is going to allow a car company to have uh, support for uh, Google uh, Android Auto, and Apple wants to allow uh, that their technology in other cars, their agreements with these companies, I don't know for sure, but it could, it certainly could include. By the way, if you you don't get to have Android Auto in your car unless we get access to the following information that the that the car has access to. And if they're developing their own platform for this, they have the ability. Maybe part of it is just the ability to tell Google, yeah, we really don't want to tell you where this car is, is at any given moment. We don't want to have to tell you the style of drive when, when this user was in this car and driving. Uh, we don't want to tell you whether or not this uh, this car tends to drive fast or slow. Uh, and it's it would be a, it would be a diff, it would be a real big burden, I suppose, if they were to agree to these terms in 2016, and then three years later, Apple or Google were to, uh, you know, I have, I have modified our agreement. Pray that I don't modify it any further. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like what, when I connect my phone to Android Auto, uh, for instance, I still have the I still have the Apple Music trial, which uh, is a I don't want to use it. I need to stop using it, but there's only like one more month left and I just have to endure the Apple music trial because it's free music. <laughs> and I hate so it, but it's free. All the years that all the years that all these engineers put into it, did they imagine that a, that a smart, savvy person would say, <laughs> I just have to, I really want to cancel it now, even though it's free. But if I stick it out for one, if I have the, the strength and the courage and the fortitude, not only will I get another month of free music, I feel as though this will be an example to my children that you can endure and, sur- and survive anything even apple music and it's 1.x form sometimes <laughs> know, someday there's gonna be a lifetime made for tv movie about you yasmin and your experience yasmin the Stalker apple music story. Gonna pay, play your mom <laughs> i know it's so i'm like look i really just want to go back to google play music but <laughs> But I'm thinking there's $10 a month that I'm saving and I need to be a responsible adult, show my daughter that, hey, you don't get to have everything the way you want it. But after this month, after February, I am so done with the Apple Music because I just want you to continue playing music. Ah, don't make me think. Uh, I don't even even remember where I started. There's this rant now. (laughs) I I have the solution for you. It's brilliant in its simplicity and it is our next sponsor. I think they're willing to uh, to foot the cash to get get your Google Play Music back. So <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. You can start building your website today at squarespace.com. You just need to co- enter the offer code material. You'll get 10% off at checkout and Yasmin will get Google Play Music. Squarespace, <laughs> build it beautiful. You know, when it comes to giving yourself a place online, there's nowhere better than Squarespace. You know, there's a lot of different places you can go to to set up websites. You know, if you have a small business or you've got a band or you've got something that you need to stick online, Squarespace takes away all the the pain points. So things like hosting, scaling, you know, templates, designs, all that sort of thing. You just go in there. um, You can customize your site uh, the way you want it to look. They have professionally designed, you know, templates. You don't need any, you know, coding skills or HTML or CSS 
uh, sort of things. If you don't know what any of those things mean, then you know Squarespace is the the place for you. And there's a lot of other things on Squarespace as well. So they've got 24/7 support. You know, if you get stuck, they've got live chat and email. They've got people in uh, New York, Dublin, Portland. They don't have any New South Wales, but you know, you never know. They might be coming. They've got a commerce platform. So if you want to, you know, sell things on there, you can check that out. And they've got rock solid fast hosting, which is the number one thing you want. You know, if you stick something online and people can't get there, you know, then that's no good. So finally, if you sign up for a year, you'll also get a free domain name. So you'll be able to choose exactly what what your site is called. And Squarespace plans start from just $8 a month. So you can start your trial today. There's no credit card required. You can go straight in, build your website. You just go to squarespace.com. At checkout, you enter the offer code material. You'll get 10% off your first purchase and you'll support Yasmin and of course all of material we, we <laughs> it's not just Yasmin <laughs> so we'd like to thank Squarespace for their support buy me silly hats yes Andy's silly hats as well <laughs> if you want to see Andy with he's got a Polish hat I think next he probably needs an Australian hat we need to get you in a Kubra Andy <laughs> it's uh it's uh, iconic we're going to need a few more Squarespace ad reads though so we'd like to thank Squarespace uh, for their support of the show and all of Relay FM Squarespace build it beautiful yeah we have to get you one of these hats Andy I've, I've decided can can that be like your oh, new that, profile that, picture the, when you get your new hat? <laughs> Are you going to update the cowboy hat? No, I see. I, I I might be I might be in a bit of a pickle because there is only I've bought these uh, copies of the exact same hat since I'm I promise you like the late 1990s when I found one in a Boston uh, Boston store. Uh, and then they became harder to find. And then I found one source that always has them. And I've always, every couple of years, I buy like another box of like three or four. And I placed my usual order like uh, a month ago. And they said, well, uh, are just we don't have any. Would you like a black one instead? And um, they, I said, I would rather you try really hard to find <laughs> brown ones. And it got my first like, and by the way, increased my order to six because if if it's now becoming hard to find this hat, I need to buy myself another few years to find an alternative. So I, I might need you as a consultant because I've been told this is it's it's been described as either a rancher's hat or an Aussie hat. Ooh. Although usually when I see hats like mine on TV, maybe this maybe I don't know if this, I don't know if people are just being racist here. So this is another thing I could <laughs> that's good for me to bounce off of you. I was watching the Amazing Race. They had a stop in in Australia, and one of the people they had to meet was wearing a hat like that with like strings tied to wine corks like all around it. Now is that is that an actual thing, and yeah, if, should I have been offended? No, no, no. If you've ever been into the Australian outback and seen the huge, and I, I'm, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost plague proportions of flies that we have in the outback. So the whole purpose of that cork <laughs> on a string, and I kid you not, is you shake your head backwards and forwards, and those things shake backwards and forwards and get all the flies off you for about, I reckon, five seconds. You get five seconds of relief, and then they all just <laughs> they all swarm back. It's not as bad in the. In the capital cities, but yeah, when you go out bush, man, there there are a lot of flies, and they are persistent. I don't know what American flies are like, but Australian flies, they just come back and they come back and they come back, and eventually you can either give up or you can put on one of these hats. Mm. Okay. And this I, episode of material is well, brought to you I, so, by Australian hats. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was gonna say if we were any closer to getting the landing that account from the Australian Board of Tourism, we do keep the we do keep <laughs> chasing them away, don't we? I don't know. I think it adds to the charm. I mean, can you have that experience anywhere else? You know, we have the right amount of livestock, that's the true. right temperature conditions just to, to breed flies. I mean, that's that's a selling point, if you ask me. And flies, there you go. as far as I know, can't kill you. So all these other things in Australia, you're like, oh, dangerous, dangerous. Flies, harmless. Well, uh, I, t- to be fair, I don't want to be devil's advocate here, but you can be so annoyed and so fixated on swatting the flies that you don't notice these spider's nests you just step into. <laughs> that could be, or the brown snake that you just uh, trot on. Or the, well, again, if, if we're not going to get the account from the Australian tourism board, we may as well. What, what, what favors are they doing? Okay, they, uh, they are, do- Australia is doing us a great fa- favor by providing us with you, Russell, but the tourism board isn't helping us. No. Maybe this, maybe this becomes the sort of thing where the social media street team decides, you know what, we're going to teach, we're, we know what, fix Yasmin and Andy's little red wagons. We'll fly them first class 15 hours to Australia, put them up in a deluxe hotel for two weeks. <laughs> then they'll change I, their tunes. Well, prove me wrong, I, Australian yes, Border Tourism. Pl- prove us wrong. Please, please prove us wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to look up who you, our Minister for Tourism is, and I'm going to have to get them this uh, this segment. Be like, hey, I think you should do it. We, are, we, already, we already gave them the perfect slogan, 
come to Australia. We have anti-venoms for almost everything now. <laughs> I think we, we might need a new one for 2016. That, that one didn't seem to resonate with the, uh, the board. That's, well, that's because we haven't started selling the T-shirts yet. Uh, when they, when they start seeing people like on T-shirts, that wearing the T-shirts, like the, we'll send, a, we'll we'll give a couple away at the Today Show, like the people who are like screaming like idiots, and <laughs> it's a subtle. We thing. we really need to start a Squarespace uh, page for Material Podcast with all these shirt ideas. We do. In fact, one the the big shirt idea that my state came up with is uh, South Australia heaps good, because apparently we say the word heaps good. A lot here. And that was, we put it on a t-shirt and we're like, that's all you need to know. Come to South Australia. Material podcast. Keeps good. Boom. <laughs> Done. Well, that, that, implies that, we're, that implies we're really good. We're really good at heaping things. <laughs> do, do, you, Which, do you have that saying looking, in the US? Looking, he, looking around at the, at the pile of stuff in my office, that's probably accurate, I think. So, I IOT. Really oh, I have to. Okay, okay. I have to tell you a story. I think he has. I think Hold he has. On, who, he I is thought, annoying I with a, me again, or us. I went, no, I went, I'm not. I went to. I went I on holidays the, without the Australian wait, Tourism wait, Board. Thought, Sorry, what? You what? Wait, hold on. What? Andy was going to do the IOT, like, he was okay, going to do the IOT okay, intro. You're right, you're right. Discipline, discipline. I have an discipline IOT story. No, this is an IOT story. Yeah, poor Russell has been like, his oh. IOT story is like, you have to wait, Russell. You see, the. We do no. We, we do. We you know. We, we, we have a, we have a game plan here, and sometimes it's it forms late. So my my master game plan, uh, beloved listeners, was that I was going to wrap up CES coverage by simply quickly <laughs> mentioning that hey, good. You remember that uh, uh, all the stuff that it, uh, that uh, that Google announced on, at Google I/O about uh, their new Internet of Things uh, frameworks. Uh, now we're starting starting to see the first announcements of actual devices. Um, ASUS has uh, announced a bridge device so that their own Internet of Things devices will work with anything that works with Brillo. That's nice. Uh, Quickset has announced a set of door locks that will work with Brillo. That's also nice. There's some component manufacturers who've talked about, uh, uh, who basically announced that we're not, we don't have anything to announce, but we're announcing that we will be announcing something that will involve supporting <laughs> this stuff. Good stuff if you want Google to do well in Internet of Things. And then I was going to like lean back like sort of like in a significant way <laughs> so as to indicate to Russell that now you could tell your, hey, funny you should mention Internet of Things, Andy. <laughs> well, let, let me try well, that. See, no, this is no, part of the value we, that we we're offering to natural. listeners. We're allowing you to see, to see behind, we're, we're, we're pulling behind the, the, the curtain of the great glitter factory <laughs> of, uh, of, of how we make this podcast. Funny that you should mention IoT, Andy. For I sell it. Come is on, that sell short it, for it. Internet of Things? Internet of th so I have to tell you my my <laughs> well not my first encounter my my first major encounter with Internet of Things. Um, we we did a family holiday one one of the first ones we've done like in a long time where we get all the siblings together and the the grandparents and so on and we we rented two houses next to each other and I turn up to this house and there's an electronic door handle thing. It's got a fingerprint <gasps> reader. It's got a little NFC terminal. I'm like. I almost passed out, like right there and then. And then we we grab the the keys for this place, and there's no keys. There's no physical key. It's just a little NFC thing and a garage door opener. I'm like, this is amazing. <gasps> so I walk I walk up to the door and I tap it, and absolutely nothing happens. And I keep tapping it, and I'm jiggling <laughs> this handle, and I'm like, what the hell? Try my fingerprint. Nothing. I'm like, hmm. Okay, this is great. And then we spent about five minutes trying to figure out how to get into this house until we realized that we, we had the garage door open. So we're like, oh, at least we can get in the garage. So I press that, I go inside, and the internal door has no lock on it. I'm like, woohoo, we're inside. So we, we went and looked at this thing, and I'm like, it's powered by four AA batteries. I thought, okay, maybe, maybe the batteries are flat. This is a bit weird. Replace the batteries, nothing. And so me and my younger brother, we, we took this thing apart. We, we looked at it. It all looked like it was hooked up there. It's got like a... A place where you can stick a nine volt battery is like a an emergency, and I'm making the air quotes now. Emergency door opener. So I tried that, and that works fine. You can stick a nine volt battery in the bottom of it, and it will let, it will let you have the privilege of opening a door. But the, we just could not <laughs> get this thing to work. You know, we put it back all back together. You know, we wanted to keep our, our bond, didn't want to break it or anything like that. And for the entire rest of the holiday, we just had to use the garage door opener as a as a way to get into the house. So, <laughs> Internet of Things, yay! So excited for our yay. interconnected future. Oh, that's because it didn't have Brillo in it. <laughs> Clearly, it didn't have something in it. It just and this is the oh, thing. Like, we, see, that's it's such early days for Internet of Things that I'm almost scared to put the first generation of some of this stuff in my house because it, it's all fun and games, you know, until you can't get back into your house. <laughs> 
I think you just talked me out of uh, buying some smart door locks because <laughs> that's like the only thing that I, not the only thing, but that is like one thing that I really want because as you remember, I locked myself out of my house, uh, I think a year ago and I wanted to say, okay, material, <laughs> unlock the front door and then have it magically unlock. Uh, but you know what? I think I'd rather just use a key because if I can't get inside my house and lock myself out, that would suck. <laughs> And then you can't even like bust it open because it's probably like a two hundred dollar lock, and you're like, ah. Oh. Also, if you tamper with it, you're 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 tampering with online security, are you not? So there's there there are laws that you're breaking instead of just breaking and entering. But that this is another reason why our next Android Wear watch is as soon as they come up with an Android Wear watch that supports NFC. I don't care how new my current watch is or how much I like it. I'm swapping it out because the ability to not just do Android Pay from the watch like you can with uh, with uh, with the Apple Watch, but just to be able to, I if I have my watch, I can get myself into the door. That will be Jetson's era. Coolness. Yeah, that yeah, is. I don't, don't want to have to say anything. I'm so I don't looking do forward just to that day. Tap my watch, or even just put it close enough you that do? it recognizes me. I know my father-in-law. He's a car where, and I think a lot of cars do this now. You leave the key fob is that what it's called in your pocket you walk up to the car the car unlocks itself you just pull on the door and then you press a button to start it you know there's there's none of this primitive putting keys in things anymore like an animal like an animal <laughs> yeah my daughter's probably gonna grow up and say what yeah, are I'd... keys <laughs> but for the, that matter like why did you used to drive cars mummy so silly yeah exactly why did you used to drive now we have google driving this everywhere you had to, you had to flick yeah. light switches in the dark you had to try and you know fumble on the walls to figure out where they were and so primitive. the room didn't automatically know that you were but, there oh that's so <laughs> silly yeah <laughs> but, you, but what you're right it's like there's it's just owning a car like in 10 or 20 years might be well, why would oh why don't you own your own airplane or submarine as well like what, <laughs> why, what the hell do you need a car for mr big shot has to drive everywhere in a private car that only they ever ride in <laughs> no one else must ever touch <laughs> and it, it is it is funny though how in like even in different cities like here in arizona you we have public transportation and it's really not the greatest so having a car really just makes it a lot easier to get around but uh in a city like san francisco or new york having a car is actually more of a burden because then you have to move it from one side of the street to the other side of the street when they're doing cleaning or pay you know as much as your rent is to keep it in storage so i you know i think it actually makes more sense to not have a car when you're in those big cities but um in arizona you, you still need a car to get around or because it's like 120 degrees out in the summer and biking to the bus stop is uh, not very enjoyable but you know there's a lot of people that have to do that but that is yeah. uh well, i'm looking forward to the future to being google driving me everywhere just it's it's going to happen it's just like there was a time where computers were practical enough for people who had lifestyles in which they could be enhanced by having your own computer as opposed to just using whatever you have at the office or using a using a mini computer connected to something else but then it's that sort of research and that sort of market expanded the practicality of these things and taught the manufacturers how to make computers that and uh, that would be more useful for more people and also built up the infrastructure to allow them to work better. Uh, and I think that we're in the same sort of thing going on in cars right now. I mean, uh, my so my, I have an old, old car and old beloved runs great. Unfortunately, it's at that point of its life where things that were designed to last 100,000 year, 100,000 miles maybe breaking about to break for the second time and now it's old enough that it might be not as easy to find this hundred thousand mile part a second time because now it's not it's not eight years after the thing was built it's now 16 or 17 years after it's built so that's why it's, i haven't been driving in a couple in a couple of weeks because the part that it needs uh to pass its safety inspection is somewhere somewhere in the united states but it's not easily ordered from a catalog, and it's like, okay, well, I don't. Fortunately, I don't. I don't have to commute to work every single day, so I'll, I'll get on this, but I won't. And the weird thing is, it's like I can do without a car really easily, and I can because public transportation is great. Most of the places that I wind up needing to go to anyway are only two or three miles away. Uh, I can get a zip car for times where I actually need a car, and it's actually quite. I don't want to sound too hippy dippy transcendental but it feels a little bit liberating to not have the burden of uh, to, to to take time to get from point a to point b and think about 
your 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 mindfulness as you're getting from point A to point B, as opposed to I'm bored right now. I want a sandwich. Which which of the 13 places within 40 miles do I want to drive to to buy a sandwich? <laughs> as opposed to do I really want a sandwich? Yeah. Well, how much do you want a sandwich? A lot. Okay, well, how about tomorrow? Because it's ten o'clock right now. What if we like take a, a bus into the big, a train into the big city, and have one of those great sandwiches we really like? And now you're looking forward all day to having this great sandwich, not just a good one nearby, but a great one that's twenty miles. It's, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to like in a situation like mine where they'll say there's enough there's an, between Uber and and Zipcar and these other alternatives, and then maybe these new self-driving come come when come when called cars. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna their car's going to die on them. It's going to be time to buy a new one. They'll say, "Well, I'll I, instead of having to get one next week, I'll have to. I, I can spend a month or two suffering without one while I make the decision." And then after a month, they're like, "Maybe I'll do without one for another month." <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to say, from a financial perspective, if you want to be depressed, uh, sit down one day and figure out exactly how much you spend um, per year on petrol or gas, as you guys call it. Um, on maintenance, on insurance, and everything else that goes along with the car. And if if you bought your car on some kind of payment plan, you know, include that in and just look at the thousands and thousands of dollars that are going out the door and then ask yourself like, hmm, what if I could pay, you know, $1,000 just to, you know, to hop into an Uber or a Lyft or whatever, whatever the, the next yeah. generation is. It, it probably works out cheaper. And I'll, this is not a financial podcast. I, I don't want to give you advice, you know, <laughs> consult your accountant or whatever, but I'm just saying do, do the maths if you want to get depressed. No, because you know what gets me depressed? Just looking at how much I pay for daycare. <laughs> <laughs> you put your car into daycare? Yasmin really yes, cares I, about her car. Yeah, I really care about my car. <laughs> you see, that, that, that's, that, that, that's your mistake. I mean, like a previous generation, it was obvious that you would buy your own children and own them. When you can, you can actually just get a child when you need one. And then when you don't need one, you, the upkeep is on somebody else. I've got to say, I had this experience on holidays as well. I had my um, 11-month-old niece, and she was amazing for at least an hour until she got cranky. And then I'm like, here you go. Cranky baby. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. You know, there are a lot of people who are, like, are not monetizing their children as well as they might. I mean, I, and like I, I've, I, I, live, I live in a neighborhood with like lots and lots of families. It's like I've always thought that wouldn't it be great to, uh, you know, in the abstract, it's like, I'm sure the kids give you a lot of other things like, you know, love, <laughs> the idea that you're making something, you're leaving something behind in the world that will be do an even better job than you did. But it's like, how, how about like if I didn't want to vacuum, I would simply tell one of the kids, your job is now to vacuum the living room every, every Saturday. <laughs> and so I, I at least got a little bit of it because now it's like when I moved to this neighborhood, it's like not, not a, I, it's like now that I, yes, I, I look out at, at 18 inches of snow in the driveway and I think I could shovel that or I've got $40. I, I'm going to make another $40 really quickly. <laughs> I can give this $40 to any of seven children on the street. And they would actually be, they would almost do it for free just for the chance to play with their parents' big, powerful snowblower for, for, for half an hour. <laughs> I think that's what I'll do. I think I, I think I will just simply Airbnb a child who, who will work at much less money than they should be paid for, for, for that a contractor would charge for this job. Yeah, we have that same service in Australia, but I, I pay, pay the local neighborhood kids to uh, clear my driveway of redback spiders and snakes and uh, all the other things that will kill me before I leave for work. It's, it's cheap. Well, I, I, don't know if it, I don't know if the economic model is quite so good. Because when I hire kids to shovel my walk, A, they're really, really healthy to begin with. Secondly, they're usually using like gas-powered engines. Uh, and so the supply of children remains high, and therefore there's more competition for those $40, and therefore no chance I'll have to increase my... The more you use that service, however, the fewer children there will be in the neighborhood, and therefore the remaining two that are still alive are going to be aware that, gee, we shouldn't... Instead of asking for $5, if we band together, we can get probably eight or maybe even <laughs> ten. And then where does it end? Uh, I didn't consider that point. That's a good point, Andy. Yeah. Children are, are, are uh, it's a, unless you want to make them yourself, they're a limited resource. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. We'll, we'll, we'll end it there. Unless anyone has anything else to say? I, that, <laughs> that would probably be best, I think. Oh, oh, uh, that's, yep, that, that's it. I, I can hear our listeners <laughs> nodding. The, the accelerometers that are inside your Bluetooth headphones are reporting back that there's a lot <laughs> of vigorous nodding They're just agreeing with us. Happening. They're not falling asleep. They're agreeing with us. <laughs> See, we're one page ahead of you. And it's, it's good to be back. We're excited for the new year at Material. 
And Andy, where can people find you and uh, learn maybe more pizza recipes? What are is that? Are you still doing pizza? What other things are you cooking up? Uh, still doing pizza. Still doing. Still being the unpaid uh, PR arm for the sous vide makers of of, of the world. Uh, but uh, uh, obviously, I'm columnist for the Chicago Sun Times. But you can always find my stuff most easily by spelling my name correctly. If you go to Anatko on Twitter, I post lots of stuff over the course of the day, uh, as well as links to most of the things that I publish. You can also go to my blog at anatko.com, which serves much the same thing and also will give you direct access to the things that I write that I'm not getting paid for. And Russell, where can people uh, catch up with you? Well, I've been on holidays for the past two weeks, so the best place to go is shiftyjelly.com, and there you'll find out about the apps that we make, so Pocket Casts if you live internationally or Pocket Weather you know, if you're in Australia and I promise to make a return sometime to Twitter, to Rusty Shelf on Twitter. I think all I've posted on there so far is that I got engrossed in the Xbox media streaming to to my Windows PC, and I may have lost a few days of my life there. I don't I don't know where it went. <laughs> those are those are good days lost. And I'm at Yasmin Evian on Twitter, and you can find us at Material Podcast on Twitter. You can find us on the web at relay.fm forward slash material, where you can also support us and pay some membership money so that I can go back to Google Play Music because, oh, <laughs> Apple. Should start a pledge. <laughs> this podcast is not ending until Yasmin gets enough money for Google Play Music. Yeah, exactly. Is this, is this sort of like when, when Gandhi decided to go on a hunger strike <laughs> until people started fighting each other it's, in India It's and like Pakistan. that, but I think this is one like, step above that. This is, uh, this is more of a struggle. <laughs> so it's more real. It's just a, let 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 let, let Yasmin's mental state be on your heads, listeners. <laughs> that she's 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 determined to continue to use Apple Music as it continues to mess up her playlists and replace all of the, the legitimate uh, music on her device with with DRM stuff from the subscription. You can you can end this. You can end this. You just have to dig deep into yourselves please, to do what's right. Please help me. See, like I was so upset about it, I started ranting and forgot what point I was trying to make. <laughs> you gotta tell tell the listeners where they can go, Yasmin, to, to make a difference to Yasmin's life. <laughs> yeah, tell them right where they can go, Yasmin. Relay.fm forward slash material. And again, you can send us feedback at materialpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, that's that's our email. <laughs> Just material podcast everything, okay? All right, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay material. We can we can also I just realized we can help you out by just further justifying the purchase of that that iMac by giving you like more editing work to do. <laughs> so if we were to say bottoms, bottoms, bottom, buttocks, 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 buttocks. <laughs> Pocket casts, buttocks, buttocks. Oh, <laughs> just, just think of the value you're getting out of that new iMac. I'm, I'm helping. We're helping you out here.